From the Beantown Athletic Studio in Boston, this is the Danny Picard Show, Monday, January 23rd, 2017. Today's show presented by Beantown Athletics, your number one source for screen printing and embroidery. From designing to printing, Beantown Athletics does it all. Go to BeantownAthletics.com right now and get a free quote for your customized apparel. Today's show also presented by DraftKings. You can play for free right now at DraftKings.com by using my promo code PICK. That's P-I-C. DraftKings is the destination for one-week fantasy football, even in the Super Bowl. And as we now know, the Super Bowl will be the New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons in two weeks. I'm all jacked up about that. I know my producer Pete's all jacked up about it. Everybody here in New England is jacked up about it, and I will get into that in just a few minutes. But wanted to let you know, during the Super Bowl, before the Super Bowl, you can put in a DraftKings lineup, and you can use my promo code PICK to play for free. At DraftKings, every week is a brand new season. Just pick your contest, draft your team, and follow the action live And it's not just football. DraftKings has something for everybody. If you don't want to wait for the Super Bowl, you can put a DraftKings lineup in for the NBA or for the NHL. A lot of action there, and you can still use my promo code. There are huge prize pools every single day, so don't wait. Start your new season at DraftKings.com right now. And again, the promo code is PIC, P-I-C, to play for free with your first deposit, DraftKings.com. Pete, what's going on? How you doing? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm um, just trying to get the split screen here going because I don't know if people who aren't yeah. watching me on yeah. Facebook Live, if they're just listening to the podcast, they should probably go to my Facebook page, hit the like button, and you can watch this show every single time that we record Hopefully, it. This is live. It works. This is live. We have <laughs> had a couple issues today. As you know, if you watched or listened on Friday... Um, we had a couple issues on Friday as well, and it was a very short podcast because of it. Today, we're not recording as late as we did Friday, but certainly 4 o'clock on Monday is not the time that we like to record this show. We're up early, we're here early, we get this show done early. Usually, today not the case. I had to run out to the store, grab a couple more things, because we have synced up the audio with the live Facebook feature, which includes a couple different technological devices <laughs> we're working out the kinks it's, there's some things yeah. you know that we're working out and and i i think we're as close to a finished product as possible but um we got it i think we got speaking it speaking of finished products right speaking of finished products the new england patriots are as finished a product as you could possibly find in the national football league and now with a big win over the Pittsburgh Steelers last night in the AFC Championship game, 36-17 at Gillette Stadium. A huge night for Chris Hogan. Tom Brady, 384 yards passing. He threw three touchdowns, 33 of 42. For Pittsburgh, Le'Veon Bell got injured late in the first quarter. Still, before then, it did seem like the Patriots' defense the game plan was, all right, he's going to use that little hesitation stutter step at the line of scrimmage. Well, why don't we just figure out how to manage that? Because one thing I've said about Le'Veon Bell, he's a, he puts up big-time numbers, and he's a big-time fantasy football player, and he's a, he's a star in this league, right? But I always said that if he was my running back, like if he was the running back for my team, I feel like that hesitation stutter step would bother me as a fan. Because every single time he does it, I feel like 
It's not going to work. I'd say to myself, this isn't going to work this time. Next thing you know, he's 35 yards upfield. At least the Patriots early on, before Le'Veon Bell suffered that injury, it did look like they were going to have that figured out to the point where they would be able to contain Le'Veon Bell from at least getting into the end zone. Le'Veon Bell goes down early. Antonio Brown, seven receptions, 77 yards. When you look at Big Ben Roethlisberger, he threw the ball 47 times for 314 yards. Completed 31 of his passes, 31 of 47. One touchdown, one interception. Uh, But just as I told you last week, the only chance that Pittsburgh had in this game was to get to Tom Brady and not just get to him, but create some turnovers, right? Create some bad passes. Tom Brady, zero interceptions. Uh, When you look at Pittsburgh's pass rush, they did not get to Brady the way they needed to to be able to go into Gillette and win that game, and you saw Pittsburgh's defense, a defense that I told you just doesn't match up to what Houston brought to the table the week before defensively. And um, Patriots win, they cover. Me personally, I went 2-0, picks picks on the weekend, 2-0. I feel the need to point that out because if I went 0-2 or 1-1, there'd be a million tweets coming out, calling me out, saying my picks suck. It's funny, I don't hear anybody, I don't see any tweets coming in now. I don't hear anybody walking around here in Beantown saying, hey, Danny, nice picks. Took the Falcons minus four and a half. I took the Patriots minus six, and I covered with those. Uh, so the Patriots, they're going to the Super Bowl. It's a place that I expected them to go. I think a lot of people here in New England expected them to go. And, you know, they're going to play the Atlanta Falcons. And now this is a Falcons team, and I was tweeting up a storm last night, right? I was. And I know it may have seemed a little obnoxious at times because I was laughing at Atlanta that they would be the opponent. Uh, I was just calling out Roger Goodell. It it was, I had an obnoxious Twitter night last night. I told you, I pushed my TV over trying to get LeGarrette Blunt into the end zone on that one play. Uh, Literally. I mean, we were, where I was at, we were all standing up. You would have thought that pushing the TV over might've gotten him into the end zone. That was the mindset. Um, but that was as entertaining a run as you're ever going to see in the second half from LeGarrette Plunt. He ends up getting in. Patriots end up getting in the end zone eventually on that drive anyways. But, you know, this was the type of game where you never really felt bad about it. Two, you know, last week against Houston, first half was tough to watch, tough to stomach. I was sick to my stomach at halftime. Against Houston. I was not sick to my stomach at halftime against this Steelers team, but it sort of played out the way, at least in my head, I expected it to play out, which is going in, you were nervous, but it was a good nervous because you, you know what was at stake a trip to the Super Bowl. I think the reason anybody might have felt scared nervous would be because Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and Big Ben Roethlisberger, sort of a three headed monster that did pose. I guess you could say the biggest threat to the Patriots to that point when it comes to an AFC opponent, right? Uh, For the Patriots' defense and the Patriots' defense, I've been trying to praise them. Statistically, they are one of the better teams in the NFL, you know, one of the better defenses in the NFL. But some people didn't want to give them that credit because they said the Patriots didn't go up against any formidable offenses in the AFC. And the minute they saw a team that was sort of a formidable offense in Seattle, they lost that game. But I didn't really want to go back that far when it comes to 
seeing what this Patriots defense is right now. I think they have made huge improvements to the point where they're making those big-time championship plays, whether it's breaking up a pass, intercepting a pass, or getting to the quarterback, forcing a fumble. They're making those plays. You watch it last night. One guy that continues to jump off the screen to me is Logan Ryan. Um, You know, there's going to be a lot of people praising Malcolm Butler. Uh, Rightfully so. He's having a heck of a season. But Logan Ryan, to me, I watch him play. And I go back last year, the year before. I never would have imagined that, never would have imagined that Logan Ryan would be a guy I would look at and feel confident in. And not just feel confident in, but look at him after a game and go, he might have been the biggest difference maker defensively for that team, or at least one of them. And he makes big play after big play. Logan Ryan is putting on a show here for this Patriots secondary. And this Patriots secondary and this Patriots defense, they are putting on a show to the point where now that we go to the Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons, two elite quarterbacks, Two quarterbacks that obviously in the conversation for NFL MVP, Tom Brady and Matt Ryan, because the Falcons just whooped the Green Bay Packers. That was a game, though. I took Atlanta because I just felt like the home cooking was going to be a little bit too much for Green Bay. Now, did I think that first half was going to play out the way it did? No, I was wrong on that. Not not the result. I mean, I did think Atlanta was going to win and cover. It's just I didn't think Atlanta was going to beat the doors off them like like they did in the first half. Like, that was a blowout early. I at least expected Green Bay to keep up. I expected their offense to keep up. I expected Aaron Rodgers to keep up offensively, you know, to exchange blows. They didn't exchange blows. Atlanta won this game in the first quarter. That game was over. So I I don't know that I expected the first half to play out in a route that it ended up being. But the reason I did pick Atlanta to win that game was because they were at home. And because for a team with two terrible pass defenses, and statistically that's what they are, um, I just thought that the home field advantage would be the biggest advantage in the game-changing advantage and the biggest difference-making. And you know what? It turned out to be the case, just more than I ever would have expected. That place, the Georgia Dome, was absolutely rocking yesterday. It's the last game the Falcons are ever going to play at the Georgia Dome. It was rocking. And so much so that Green Bay was just rattled. Look, credit to Atlanta. They got some big guys up front that have been getting to the quarterback as I've watched them in recent weeks. But even with that type of performance, the way they did shut down Green Bay's offense, at least in the first half and throughout most of that game, I'm going to tell you right now, Atlanta's defense is still no good. It's no good. Atlanta's pass defense is still no good. I don't think you can watch that game yesterday. I know it was Aaron Rodgers. He was playing so well. They got Jordy Nelson back. They're throwing to him right away early and often. But I just, I'm sorry. Even though Atlanta shut down, even though their defense shut down Aaron Rodgers and the role that he was in, I I, I don't think that is what Atlanta's defense actually can be either on the road or in a neutral site. I just don't believe it. I I mean, I've seen Atlanta's defense on the road this year. It's it's just no good. It's no good. And statistically, their pass defense, what did we say last week? 27th, 28th in the NFL. Green Bay's was the second worst pass defense. Atlanta's was like the fourth or the fifth worst pass defense. So you can throw on Atlanta. And I think what we're getting 
set up for is two weeks of talking about the quarterbacks. But I think as the Patriots defense showed you last night, they're now battle-tested like maybe some people didn't want to give them credit for going into the game. And of course, you'll still get some. You'll get some people that will look at the Le'Veon Bell injury early and they'll say, well, they didn't get Pittsburgh's best. They shut down Pittsburgh's offense, but they didn't get their best. Look, I'm watching this game last night. They go to D'Angelo Williams, and I actually think D'Angelo Williams, I said this where I was at. I said, this might be a better thing for Pittsburgh. D'Angelo Williams just putting his head down and crushing it, busting through a hole. Like, sometimes I watch Le'Veon Bell, and I'm like, you've got to bust through that hole. And he just hesitates in the stutter step, and I know the numbers he puts up, and I know the type of season he's having, but I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, I last night in this game, the way the Patriots looked like they were going to handle Le'Veon Bell early, I just thought D'Angelo Williams prof- provided something a little bit better than Le'Veon Bell was going to. And um, so I, I don't think you can look at the Bell injury and try to tell me that the Patriots... They didn't get, you know, they didn't get Pittsburgh's best, so you can't really crown them as the best defense remaining in the tournament. The Patriots' defense is the best defense remaining in the tournament. There are two teams remaining. The Super Bowl's February 5th in two weeks in Houston. Uh, We are not going to be there. We're not going to be there. But, um, and maybe that's for another, another time. How many times have, how many years have we said, Pete? Pete, how many years have we said that we are going to, go to the Super Bowl and and take this show to Radio Row. I, how many years have we been saying that for now? It's at least three. S- I was going to say you, six. Well, you on your own with me, I'd say three. You've probably yeah. been saying it for a while. Oh, I've been saying it forever. Now, I'm not going to go. At least as of right now, I'm not going to go. No? You're not going to go? No, I'm not going to go. <laughs> I, I, no, I, no I, I can't. You sure? I'm, I'm positive. I have All no right. credentials. I have... Um, <laughs> You know, no money to do that. Unless somebody sends us. Uh, Unless someone sends us. Unless we can get a trustworthy sponsor to say, hey, we're going to pay for your flight. We're going to pay for your hotel. And don't worry about Radio Row. We got this nice little restaurant down the street that's going to be packed with Patriots fans. You can bring your podcast equipment. And you can bring the live Facebook video. And you can give us free advertising. And we'll sponsor the whole damn thing. And we'll send you to Houston. It's not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal at all. Not at all, dude. So... I'd like to see that happen. If anybody out there is listening or watching on Facebook Live, let's go. Let's make it happen. I'm not I'm not hard to find. I'm at Beantown Athletics every day. And if I'm not at Beantown Athletics, I'm in Selty somewhere, either walking around or I'm in Marisola's, right? I'm on Allen 8th. I'm not hard to find. So figure it out. Let me know. You want to sponsor that segment? You want to send us to Houston? We'll go. We'll go. But um, I mean, if you make us, we'll go. Yeah, if the it, look, Jeez. here's the deal: Patriots, Falcons, a lot of talk about the quarterbacks. Locally, you know, the local storyline with Matt Ryan is that, you know, went to BC. Um, I think the story today is that Brady and Matt Ryan they they text each other a lot. Okay, fine. What does that do? That doesn't. That's not a storyline I really give a shit about. Um, it's not. And when I look at the biggest difference that, that is I see I already I already know the result of the Super Bowl. Like I don't know if this is this is doing more than teasing my prediction. Like this is basically flat out giving you my Super Bowl prediction. And most people would would hold this back until like next week. 
Do you really want me to wait? If I know deep down inside what's going to happen on February 5th, why would I wait? Why don't I just tell you right now? The Patriots are going to beat the Falcons so bad on February 5th. How many points did Tom Brady just put up against the Pittsburgh Steelers? 36. If he's good for 36 against Pittsburgh's D. Look, I don't like Pittsburgh's D. And you should know that if you've watched this show, listened to this show, follow me on social media. I don't like Pittsburgh's defense at all. That's why I picked the Pats to win. And I kind of told you that Pittsburgh didn't really have a chance to come to Gillette and win. Because Pittsburgh's defense is so bad. Um, but I would take Pittsburgh's D over Atlanta's D any day of the week. I'm serious. I don't care what Atlanta just did to Green Bay yesterday and how good Green Bay's offense was. Like, that, that to me, it, that's going to be, that's deceiving. That's a deceiving defensive performance by a Falcons team yesterday in the NFC Championship that was at home, that loves playing at home, that jumped out to a big lead early, and then what? When you jump out to that type of lead against that terrible Green Bay defense, and that's another thing. All right, Atlanta has some great offensive weapons. Julio Jones, you got the kid Gabriel who can be a pest running around and making big plays. You know, Freeman, Coleman, sort of that two-headed monster in the backfield. Atlanta's got a, they have some dangerous weapons. Sanu, all of a sudden they bust Sanu out. Yes, they had a big day early on. Um... Atlanta's got some dangerous, dangerous weapons, but you got you have to look a little bit deeper into what actually happened yesterday in those two matchups. Green Bay's pass defense is so bad. Look at the second half of the Cowboys-Packers game in the divisional round. Look at what Prescott and the boys did uh, to Green Bay's defense in that second half. I mean, my goodness, I think that if Tom Brady was playing in that game against uh, either Dallas or Green Bay's D would have put up 60 points. 60. So, I mean, dig a little bit deeper into the situation at hand yesterday in the NFC Championship. I think because the way Atlanta rolled, because of the offensive weapons they have, and because they didn't let Aaron Rodgers keep up in a shootout in Atlanta yesterday, you're going to get some people getting nuts, trying to tell us all that, this is the biggest test for the Patriots' defense and that this is the game. All right, if Atlanta's defense can slow down Aaron Rodgers, they can slow down Tom Brady. And because their offense is so good, Atlanta's got the best shot to win. Look, right now, Atlanta's an underdog. They're a three-point underdog. I'm actually shocked that that's only three points. I would guess that the Patriots would be a six-point favorite. Instead, they're only a three-point favorite. So... Um, if you're going to judge it by the spread, I, you know, Vegas is basically saying, Hey, if we had a, if we had to pick one of these two teams to win right now, we think the Patriots would win. Um, me personally, if I had to set the line, I'd go a little bit further than that. I'd say not only do I think the Patriots are going to win, but I think they win by at least a touchdown because I think if this thing does turn into some type of shootout, Tom Brady is going to have his way and will be able to carve up Atlanta's terrible pass defense way more than Matt Ryan will be able to carve up the Patriots' defense, which what you saw last night is a defense that can keep up and play some big-time football against an offense that has big names and superstar talent. And don't get into this, 
Oh, well, Pittsburgh, they weren't 100%. Le'Veon Bell got injured and injured early. Um, I'm talking about the pass game. That's what I'm talking about. Do you really think from the Super Bowl that Bill Belichick's going to let Devontae Freeman and Coleman beat him on the ground? No, that's not... Uh, like, I, those two guys, they're not going to win a Super Bowl for Atlanta. If Atlanta wins a Super Bowl, it's because Matt Ryan is going to throw for 400 yards. 350, 400 yards. He's going to throw four touchdown passes. And on top of that, Atlanta's defense is going to prevent Tom Brady from doing the same damn thing. And I just don't think Atlanta's defense can do that. So if we're going to say that this one could be high scoring, right now the over-under is 60. 60. They're preventing a high-scoring game. Would you act? Would you be shocked with what you saw last night from the Patriots' defense? Would you be so shocked if you saw on February 5th the Patriots' defense slow down Matt Ryan? If the Patriots' defense doesn't allow 44 points to the Falcons like Green Bay's terrible defense did. Would you be surprised if the Patriots slowed down Matt Ryan, held them to, I don't know, 21, 24 points, and Tom Brady put up a 40 spot on Atlanta's terrible pass defense, which is one of the worst pass defenses in football. Would you be surprised with that? I know I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't. So as I sit here right now, and I know my pick, it's Patriots and the Patriots to cover. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Danny, you've been picking the Patriots since day one. Why you, you, You're not going to turn around and change that pick now, especially because you're a Patriots fan. And this is you as the Patriots fan making this pick. And I just want to let you know that, sure, I'm a Patriots fan. And, yes, I've been picking them all season long to win and win it all. But I think this is the football fan in me that's telling you what Atlanta's defense did to Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay yesterday, what Atlanta did to the Packers yesterday, their defense at least, in the first half, that was deceiving. That was deceivingly uh, great on their part. And I do not think that's what it's going to look like on February 5th. I don't. I don't. Um, so as we take this all in and... This is what I did. I'm I'm trying not to take this off for granted. This is a special feeling. Getting to the Super Bowl once again. Just getting to the AFC Championship is a special feeling. But I told you last week that I was kind of taking it for granted. I was. I was kind of taking it for granted. I was basically, um, I was comfortable. AFC title game, didn't feel like it. Didn't really feel like the biggest game in the world. And... uh, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of doing something that I tell you every week not to do, which is, you know, don't get too comfortable. Embrace this. And I wasn't really embracing it, and I should have. But when the Patriots win last night, and then you see Tom Brady after the game, and he's like, we're going the Super Bowl, man. Shit. You got to be happy with that. You do. But the expectations right now, I think, given the talent level on both sides of the football, not just one, The Patriots are as close as you can get to a finished product, to to having having all their bases covered. And you know what the craziest part about that is? They traded Jamie Collins, and you had people saying, this was the one that's going to, this is the one that's going to kill Bill Belichick. Yeah, they benched Jabal Shear. They they went to San Fran. They said, Jabal, why don't you stay home? And they came home and they said, Jabal, if you're going to, Instagram your pictures of a Celtics game. Well, why don't you 
get some better seats next time. Um, Gronk gets hurt out for the season. I had people telling me the Patriots can't win without Gronk. You got Gronk up in the press box sitting next to Donnie Wahlberg and Bon Jovi. You know, Gronk, all right, had a smile on his face a couple times. They put the camera on him. I didn't really see him. Was he getting that? Pete, he wasn't getting that nuts, was he? Gronk. No, I didn't see him. When much. they when they showed him on, on TV last night? No, he wasn't he wasn't in party mode. No. Not like I was. Um, not like in, not like me either. <laughs> not like me. Um, but I you know, part of me's looking at that going, if you're Gronk and the Patriots are going out and they're gonna win a Super Bowl without you here. Um Gronk's a businessman. You know, the business side of it is I'm not saying Gronk is rooting against the Patriots. All I'm telling you is when you think dollar signs and you think big contract and you know what Gronk is, he is arguably the greatest tight end to ever play the game. I mean, he is when it comes to the physical talents that he provides. I mean, it's just, the, the guy is an absolute beast. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But, I mean, if the Patriots can go on, he gets out, he gets hurt for the season. The Patriots go on to win a Super Bowl without him. I mean... For a guy that keeps getting hurt, who watches a team win a Super Bowl without him, I, I mean, when it comes time to go to the negotiation table, you got to think of the L word, leverage. Who's got the leverage? You would think if the Patriots go on and win a Super Bowl without Rob Gronkowski, guess what? Bill Belichick's got all that leverage. And not to say that they don't want to keep him around and, and re-sign him at some point and give him a big deal, but, you know... I think the Patriots are going to do what the Patriots are going to do. And that goes back into the, the Jamie Collins situation. You know, and they benched Jabal Shea. And there's some other things that happened throughout the season. Some other things that happened. I mean, how about the first four games of the season? Tom Brady didn't even play. Heck, Garoppolo, the backup got hurt. And they still went with the third string. And they shut out a team that they ended up beating in the playoffs. So, the Patriots... All the things that have transpired this season, it's crazy to think that we sit here right now, they're a favorite in Super Bowl 51. And yet, here they are without Gronk. They traded what we, I think a lot of us were calling the, should I, I'm not going to say most talented, but uh, most athletic player on the defensive end, right? That's what Jamie Collins was. And uh, people saying this is the one that kills Belichick. This is the one that kills the Patriots. Oh, now Gronk's out. Oh, this is it. They they can't do it. They can't do it. Next thing you know, it's you know uh, the the Chris Hogan game last night. Um, Deion Lewis comes back. You saw what he did against Houston in the divisional round. The Patriots find a way. And if you're going to bet against them finding a way to beat the Falcons and their brutal pass defense in two weeks when they have two weeks to prepare, you mean, you're telling me you're going to put money on Atlanta? If you put money on the Falcons, I could see if it was a high spread. I could see if the spread was like 9, 10, and you're like, it's a Super Bowl, it's a neutral site, anything can happen. You get two weeks leading up to it. Who knows what's going on? You know, you get caught up in the hoopla, and maybe Patriots could win a close one. I'll take the points. All right, that's a different story. If the spread remains the way it is now, which is three points, y'all gonna y'all gonna take the Falcons? That would be dumb. That would be dumb. 
And, and I don't say that, sure, I'm a Patriots fan, but I'm not telling you that or giving you that advice as a Patriots fan. I'm telling you that and giving you that advice as somebody that watched the NFL nonstop this season. And I've watched Atlanta a whole heck of a lot. And, you know, did they earn their seeding in the NFC in the playoffs? Yeah. Did Matt Ryan have a heck of a year MVP candidate? Yeah, he did. Did I expect Matt Ryan to shit his pants in in the divisional round? I actually, yeah, I thought he would against Seattle's defense. But credit where credit's due. He beat Seattle's D, which is a heck of a D. And, you know, he did what I expected him to do, which is carve up Green Bay's defense. Now he's going to the Super Bowl. You mean to tell me with two weeks to prepare for a guy that I think we're all just sort of waiting for him to shit his pants in a big spot? You mean to tell me that Bill Belichick isn't going to have some type of game plan where uh, he's got his boys ready for Matty Ice in the Super Bowl? I'm, I, 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 there's no way in that matchup, Belichick and Patricia versus Matt Ryan, that I could take Matt Ryan. I'm sorry. I've watched what they've done this season. I know what maybe the expectations are after what they were able to do to Green Bay and Seattle, but I just uh, there's just something special about this Patriots team. They always find a way, and you're always going to find somebody that's going to come up with the reason as to why this will be the game the Patriots won't find a way, and these people wake up every single morning, and they are either listening to Max Kellerman or they are Max Kellerman. It's one of those two things. Um, right now, what you're seeing with this Patriots team, even without Gronk, even after some of the moves they already made during the season, they are as complete a football team as you're going to find. I'm not going to get all crazy and tell you that this is the best Patriot defense we've seen. I don't think it is. But you have guys that have made the necessary adjustments and improvements as the season has gone along to the point where you have a defense that at least it's, it's, in, it's a conversation to have. That this defense you're seeing right now with the Patriots, where do they rank amongst the best Patriots championship defenses? They put themselves in the conversation. But they wouldn't be in the conversation if it wasn't for a guy like I pointed out when I, as I'm watching last night, Logan Ryan. It just, it's, it's almost like he continues to improve and put himself at a level and play at a level that I never thought Logan Ryan would play at. Never. Think about watching Logan Ryan two or three years ago. What, when you watched him play, I just feel like there was always a mistake. He was getting pulled off the field for some. No, I never expected this out of Logan Ryan. But now I watch him, and it's like every time there's a big play made, he's either involved or he's right around it. Or he's making the big play. Logan Ryan is one of those guys that has helped take this Patriots defense to a championship caliber level. And that's where they're at. And you know what? Even without Le'Veon Bell yesterday, I thought against Big Ben, I thought against Antonio Brown, great job by Malcolm Butler, a great defensive scheme. I, I think that even if Le'Veon Bell played in this game, based on what you saw early, they were going to stop Le'Veon Bell. They were going to contain him last night. And, and, I, and that's one thing that I said going into the game. If there's any team that's going to be able to figure out that hesitation, stutter step at the line of scrimmage, which always just pisses me off, it's going to be the Patriots. And it looked like they, you know, you can't project a four-quarter game based on a couple plays. I get that. But you saw how the Patriots defense played last night. You've seen how they played the last couple weeks. They're ready. They're ready. And when I look at Atlanta's defense yesterday and what they did, credit where credit's due. 
but they were in their own building. That place was rocking. It obviously affected Aaron Aaron Rodgers. That's not going to happen in the Super Bowl. That's a, the, Houston is not going to sound like the Georgia Dome did yesterday. And that's going to be a problem for Atlanta. That's going to be a problem for the Falcons' defense. Because I think what you saw from Atlanta's defense yesterday, at least in the first half, that was deceiving. That was deceiving. But you'll get some suckers. You'll get some real suckers the next two weeks that are going to try to tell you Atlanta is going to be the team that the Patriots will not be able to find a way to win against. And that will be stupid. It will. So, um, my pick, you want it early? Patriots, minus three. Pats and they cover. That's it. Picks, picks. Pete, can you have the music? Let's just play the music. I'm serious. We do, I do picks, picks. The Friday, every Friday, and this Friday, like it's we're not we wouldn't do it. I'm not going to do it for the Pro Bowl, but um, we might as well make it official, right? So we might as well play the damn music. There we go. Hit the music. There we are. Picks, picks. Usually five games with the spread. I'm going with one. Usually we wait till uh, right before the game, but I can't wait. I can't wait. And in fact, let's turn on the lights in the studio. Woo! Good to have some light. It did get dark outside it got as, dark we've, as we were going. As yeah. we've recorded. Yeah. We're on Facebook Live. Um, we got the audio synced up now. We're going to add some other things into the mix. I hope. Pete, are you on Facebook Live? Is it streaming? Are we, are yeah, we rolling? Yeah, I've been watching it the whole time. We're rolling. It's working well. All right. So everybody's going to be able to see me make picks picks early. Let's do it. One game with the spread. Super Bowl 51. Brady, Ryan, I don't care how much they text each other. If you had to line them up against the wall right now, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, and you had to win one game at a neutral site, and you had two weeks to prepare, who would you pick to win that game? What quarterback? Would you, you have first pick, your captain first pick. You're taking, if you take Matt Ryan off that wall before Tom Brady, you are a fucking moron, okay? Moron. There's no way I'm taking Ryan over Brady. I'm taking Brady. I'm pulling him off that wall first. I'm taking the Patriots minus three to win and to cover. And uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Um, and I'll be laughing all the way to the bank. I'm trying to think. I, I want to predict, like, who will take Atlanta. Like, who's going to pick the Falcons in this game? Like, national. Maybe we'll do that the next couple weeks. We'll, we'll, we'll take a list of all the national analysts, the guys that make the picks on Fox. You know, you got um, Strahan and the crew. Strahan picked the Steelers yesterday. Expect them to do that. Um, you know, then you got CBS, like Bill Kawa, Boomer Esiason, Botch Scott. Uh, you got that crew. You got the ESPN, Sunday NFL Countdown. Any other TV crew, national TV crews out there that I should be aware of that are going to make picks on TV? Uh, what channel's the Super Bowl on? Is it on Fox? I want to say it's on Fox. And I don't like watching the Super Bowl on Fox. I don't. Because it reminds me of an NFC game. You know? And it's almost, that almost would feel like home field for an NFC team. Even though it's not. And the players on the field have no idea what TV channel it's going to be on. Because they're obviously not watching it. But me, sitting at home, that game's on Fox, then maybe I'll feel a little bit less comfortable. Knowing that it's on Fox. Um, but anyways, I'm trying to think of what national personality would pick the Falcons. And you know you're going to get a couple. 
Well, maybe we'll try to predict that the next couple of weeks, and we'll see how many we can get right. Maybe we'll do that. What about uh, Tony Gonzalez? Think he's going with the Falcons? Tony Gonzalez, definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah, he definitely is. I always said Tony Gonzalez should come back and play for the Patriots. When Gronk went down, I was tweeting Tony Gonzalez up. I was tweeting up a storm. I said, what are you doing? I know you're working out still. You got a shot to win a championship. Could you imagine if he came back with the Patriots and he played the Falcons in the in the championship? Um, but he's not. And I'm I'm just we had to be official with picks picks. So I'm taking the Patriots minus three. So what do we, what do you want to do for two weeks, Pete? What should we do? What should we do? What should we talk about for two weeks? Now that we know the Patriots are not only going to win, but they'll cover. Uh, prop bets, maybe? Um, coin toss bets? We could do some prop bets. We could. Some good ones. Uh, I'm not going to get into baseball yet, right? No, you know some stuff's going to go down. You, because they're already they're doing the deflate gate thing on cold pizza. That's right, I call it cold pizza. They're doing the deflate gate stuff. They're, they're going back in time. Um, you know, there are some other storylines here that they're going to get into with the Patriots. I already heard somebody on cold pizza today talking about how the Patriots cheat. And, and, that, and, and I think it was Ryan Clark, former Pittsburgh Steelers defensive back, right? Ryan Clark, this is what he said today on cold pizza. He said, and yeah, I keep calling it cold pizza because that's what they should go back to. He said, yeah, it's not only, you know, it's a, it's not my opinion that the Patriots cheat. I'm not just saying this. It's a fact. And everybody in the panel's like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about facts. Tell me more about those facts, Ryan. Huh? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me about the facts. Oh, the, the, they cheat. Those are facts. Those aren't facts. You're an idiot. And I don't even know how he gets away with saying that on national TV. And everyone's just agreeing with him. They should put someone on there with some actual facts on that show if they want to talk about the Patriots and what's going on. Because here's a fact for you with the New England Patriots is that not only the way I've pumped up their defense and as good as their defense is, not only is it the eye test that's telling me they're one of the best defenses of football, but statistically, it's also telling you that. So if the eye test is telling you that and the stats are telling you that and now they went up against an elite quarterback and beat the elite quarterback and beat them pretty good last night, what is the other argument that you could possibly say to knock the Patriots' defense? Those are facts. That there isn't really much else you can say. The one thing that maybe some of these guys might try to hold on to is something I already pointed out. They might try to hold on to the fact that Le'Veon Bell got injured early and... and you know, they'll, they'll take that for the next two weeks and they'll say, well, that's why if they get a team that's got it all working out offensively with the elite quarterback like Atlanta does, and the way they're rolling, then they, the Patriots, they'll, their defense will show its true colors. You'll get someone to say that. It's not going to be me. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that. So um, the eye test and the stats should tell you the Patriots defense is one of the best in football. And... uh We'll, we'll, we'll take some time to break it down a little bit more the next, this week and into next week. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to remember how this feels. You know what I mean? I tweeted this last time. Trying to remember how this situation feels with our team going back to the Super Bowl. Pete, when we launched 
this show from this studio, and I've been doing the show for a long time, but when we got this studio up and going, and, and I guess we rebranded to the Danny Picard show, the first show was, I believe, the the day after the AFC Championship? Yeah, it was definitely Two years right ago? Before, yep, yep. When they beat the Indianapolis Colts, right? Because that was yeah. Deflategate. Yeah. That was the beginning of Deflategate. Like we had been the, talking it's talking about it since then. We had the first pod this the first podcast in this studio with the rebranded name was the day after the AFC championship two years ago, where everybody was talking about the flake gate. The Patriots go on to beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl in a dramatic, miraculous fashion with Malcolm Butler picking that ball off. I watched it again the other night. That's always you always gotta remember where you were and not just where you were but how you reacted in that moment, because you kind of deep down inside when you watch that video of the Malcolm Butler pick again, you, you, react to that, you react that way again to that moment. But we, the way we launched it then was the day after an AFC championship win. And um, here we are now, and I guess it's bringing back some very vivid memories of how I felt then and how I feel now. And... You know, you watch Brady up there, and you know he's embracing it. Just his quote after the game, right? He said, we're going to the Super Bowl, man. Shit. You got to be happy with that. You do. You have to be happy with that. And the reason I'm trying to embrace this as much as I can, and we're going to try to do that the next couple weeks, get some football guests in here for you, is, and I, I, I know I, I might sound like a broken record when I say this, and I'm not sounding like Max Kellerman. I hope you know. I'm not sounding like Max Kellen, but Pete, there's going to be a time, and it might be three years from now. Like, it might be in three years where we're not going to have playoff football. Like, what is it going to be like to not be in the AFC? Forget about playoffs. What's it going to be like to not be in the AFC championship? I forget how it feels to not be in the AFC championship. Six straight years. All right, we've had some losses in that time. The last year to Denver. I was furious after that. Um, but I, I forget how it feels to not be in the AFC Championship. This is such a special run. This is, with, with Belichick and Brady, it is the greatest run, in my opinion. And I, you know, Ryan Clark on ESPN, Cold Pizza, he wants to say, oh, speaking fact, not opinion. Well, I'll do one of those as well. This is basically fact, not opinion. This is the greatest run that, and I, that I've ever seen in the history of sports, Pete. And maybe I feel like that because it's hitting home a little bit more. It's hitting home a little bit more because this is our team. But just just want to take this all in because, hey, two, three years from now, it, it's going to be tough. Might be It might be a tough pill to swallow when, uh, you know, we, we don't have these pieces. We don't have this team together. We don't have this group because maybe Brady is done after three years, after the next three years. I think he's got a couple solid elite years left, right? Where we are going to be looking at AFC championships again the next couple of years. I, I honestly believe that. But it's not going to last forever. And as the years go on, the closer we do get. Brady's not falling off a cliff like Kellerman says. But as the years go on, the closer we get, to maybe this being the last time we get to feel like this. And you never know what can happen. So who, who all gonna, I'm saying is Who are you going to be embracing. talking about after that? I don't know if it's going to be Who's, Jimmy G. Jesus. I don't know. 
I honestly don't. I have people talk about what they're gonna do, and that's gonna be another storyline the next two weeks for people to kill time. And I know this isn't great anal- great analysis for you. I'm not gonna sit here and try to tell you though, like I have any fucking idea what they're gonna do with Garoppolo, because I don't. This is such a unique, special situation. I have no idea. I don't think we've ever seen something like this before. Honestly. And you can try to say, oh, Montana, Steve Young. No, 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 no. No. This this is not that situation. I'm sorry, it's not. Because, and I know Montana, he, I believe he made the playoffs for Kansas City, right? I believe he played a playoff game uh, as the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. But... Tom Brady is playing at such a high level right now that you cannot compare that situation. I'm sorry, you can't. With, with the, the possible um, the backup that, that you think is going to be the future, I, I just don't know that he is. I don't know that he wants to wait around to see. And I don't know that the Patriots are going to sit there and keep him on the bench being somebody that has so much trade value. I I honestly don't know where they're going with the Garoppolo situation. Here's what I do know. Is that I don't want to fucking talk about it. Because right now, it's meaningless. It's meaningless. Here's what I'll say to Garoppolo. Just prepare the way you would prepare if you were the number one. Because you never know what can happen. So, um, Patriots are going to Super Bowl with Brady. It is a unique situation. It's a special feeling right now. Because they keep, you know, they keep winning. And I think it's a special team that I just told you is going to win the Super Bowl. And uh, in the next two weeks, you know, people will try to put a timetable on it. And when you think about that timetable, well, Brady's not falling off a cliff. But as the years go on, the closer we do come to the end of this special feeling that we have. And uh, we're never going to feel like this again. We're never going to have a run like this again in any sport. You can't do this in baseball. You can't do this in, you know, the NBA, you can do it if you have that elite of the elite guy, right? You can. And, but in this day and age, the elite of the elite superstar NBA player doesn't even stay on the same team for longer than four or five years. So, you know what I mean? Like, you don't even see it in the NBA. You see players dominate errors like LeBron is, right? But... He's done it with different teams. You know, he started with Cleveland. He, he went to Miami and won. Now he's with Cleveland. So it's not like the same city and the same fan base gets to experience what we're experiencing with this fan base in this city right now with Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots. So embrace it. It's my message. I, I'm guilty of not listening to my own message last week because I just... I didn't have that special feeling. I didn't, The AFC Championship didn't feel like the AFC Championship. I took it for granted. I expected the Patriots to win and go to the Super Bowl, so I was on to the Super Bowl. Patriots are now officially on to the Super Bowl. We got two weeks to talk about it, and you can listen to me talk about it with some NFL guests that I will be bringing in here the next couple weeks. So get this show in podcast form whenever you want at dannypicard.com, also on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere podcasts are available. Also, Pete, I think we're still recording live on Facebook. Oh, we're still rolling. We got the lights on. We got the cameras rolling. We got the audio synced in. We've had some major issues when it comes to just sort of figuring out the proper technology and and the way to work it. And um, everything has gone wrong. And yeah, everything. 
But I expected that to be the case. I expected that. It's almost as if Big Pete Needham, who's out there right now on the... Look at him. Can you see him, Big Pete? He's out there. I don't know what he's doing. But he's certainly not watching he's, us. He's definitely Is not he watching, watching the show on the know. iPad out there? I don't know. No, he's not. I don't know what I he's don't doing. Think... What is he doing on an iPad? Well, he's not watching us because he, he would be what... reacting in a certain way. He doesn't know what Like, if, if put it this way. No, I think it's delayed, though. I think it it's is. a little delayed. How delayed is it? Well, here's, like how, 10, here's how we'll know. He's keep, not watching. Keep an eye on him. Yeah. I'm going to say if Big Pete's watching right now, he's going to wave. Okay? <laughs> and I'm not going to wave to him. Right? He's pointing. That's not a wave. That's a point. That doesn't count. We'll see. How delayed is it? Is it a 10-minute delay? No, it's like 10, 15 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Oh, he's yeah. got it. He's pointing yeah. down. That's a point. That's a point. Oh, he's got it now. I think because we called him out. <laughs> I think because we called him out. We just he had doesn't. a little we had, and we had a little blackout moment there for a second. He doesn't know what it is. You know why? Is. Because your camera just went out on Facebook. Did it? Yeah, it just went out. Mine's still going. No, this I can see them. They're still going. You can? Yeah. No, yours is not here. It's about to. It's about to. It's about to crap out on you. Yep. There Your it goes, camera's yeah. done. Yeah, it's gone, there yeah. it goes. My camera's still here. Good. So good. I'm gonna wrap it up. All right. We gotta wrap this good. up. Uh, make sure you go to DraftKings.com and use my promo code PICK. That's P-I-C to play for free with your first deposit. And also go to BeantownAthletics.com right now and get a free quote for your customized apparel because Beantown Athletics is your number one source for screen printing and embroidery. Every Monday and Friday with a little Facebook video mixed in on Wednesday. But yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll just do a podcast on Wednesday now too. We usually just do two a week. But since I just spent Wednesdays doing a Facebook Live video, maybe now that we have everything live on Facebook Live, we just toss the mics on and do a podcast on Wednesday. Should we do that? I don't know. Now I got a transmission issue on the Facebook Live. Everything's everything's going wrong. The minute we talked about things going wrong with the video feed, thanks for joining me on the audio portion and the podcast edition of the show. I'm out. Patriots minus three in the Super Bowl. I'll talk to you later this week.